Oh, this is one of those cell TVs you have to watch. You're going to want to share it. Oh, we get into the topic, deep into sex, the health of orgasms and all of it. But we also talk about ladies tapping into the power of your cycle and how that affects your health, how that affects your moods, how that affects your relationships, what it means. We talk about the, the moon cycles and tapping into that. Oh gosh, you're going to love this show. I'm telling you. And you'll see, I get a little embarrassed. Oh yeah, there's another special guest, Ashley. I make Ashley come into this one with me. Oh, I wasn't going in alone. Check it out. Hey, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Cyto Detox. Look, podcasts cost money. There's a lot of production uh, going around this, but uh, we are grateful to have Cyto Detox as one of the sponsors. It's so easy for me to talk about the product because myself and my family use it constantly as we practice what I preach for over 15 years. I've talked about and taught doctors and the public about cellular detox. And I'll tell you, Cyto was a breakthrough. Cyto was a breakthrough for us. Um, and it's changed so many lives. So we're grateful that they sponsor Cellular Healing TV. It makes sense, doesn't it? They should. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing Cyto Detox product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit detoxoffer.com. Again, that's detoxoffer.com. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we welcome Kim Billick, who is a women's empowerment and sexual health coach, yoga therapist, and Reiki master, and she's here to talk about menstrual health, more specifically syncing your cycle and understanding the different energies women move through throughout their monthly cycle and how to make that connection. This is so fascinating. I'm going to actually stick around today um, and hopefully interject in the conversation. So let's get started and welcome Kim Billick and of course, Dr. Pompa. Welcome both of you. Hi, thank you. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Dr. Pompa for having me here. And um, I'll just go in and explain a little more of the sexual health or um, women's empowerment, sexual health, because a lot of times people just hear the sex part, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I want your elevator pitch that you gave me right in the beginning, right off the top. But, you know, I, I have to say, you know, we've done a few shows where Ashley sticks around and, and our, my audience is laughing at me because they know that it's always like these women topics that I'm like, oh my God, I need some of this female energy. Intuitively, Ashley's going to ask, probably better questions than I am, but definitely different questions. So she's here for the ride. So um, well, I, feel, I feel so much more um, secure with Ashley okay. here, right? You know, so thank God. Well, but, okay, what's the elevator? What's the well, elevator pitch? The, and then I want the you to go part. <laughs> okay, so the elevator pitch I say is I help women connect with their bodies so and align their hormone health so they can be badasses in all areas of their life. So. I have kind of two pillars that I work with. It's called the power method. And down the one pillar, I help women really connect with their hormone health. So losing the um, period loss, fertility journey, PCOS, low sex drive, um, heavy periods, period cramps. And then on the other side is women connecting with their feminine energy, 
their sexuality that um, and even there again their sex drive so there is overlap on both pillars but sometimes I have a, a woman coming to me saying I lost my period for the last year help me with that I have another woman come to me and be like I just feel so connected I'm a I'm a lawyer I'm still in my masculine energy I don't want to sleep with my husband anymore so we work more on the self-love practices and more of that sexual energy feminine energy but like I said, at the end of the day, a lot of it is connecting with your womb and connecting with your body. And what got me so passionate about this was 2007. Yeah, I, I, think, I think we have everyone's attention now, for sure, right? You know, so yeah, all these topics, men and women are going, okay, I want to hear more. All right, but yeah. we're going to hear more, but you have to tell your story because as always on this show, from pain to purpose, you landed here. Go ahead. Yes. Um, so my story kind of starts with this passion about women's health in 2017. And actually, I'm an occupational therapist as well. Mm -hmm. um, I've been practicing for 10 and a half years. So I've been in the, the Western medicine world for a long time. And um, 2017, I did my first bikini show. And so you got to get very lean for that. And I lost my period two months before the show. And I was thinking, oh, I'll, I'll be fine. Like, I'll get it back as soon as the show's done. I didn't get it back uh, for about seven months later. And so in total, it was, yeah, about eight, eight months that I had lost my period. The only option the doctor gave me was to go oh, off gosh. hormone therapy. Yeah, that was, that was the only option. And I, I flat out said to her, hell no. And I said, I'll figure this out on my own. And at that time, I already had my yoga therapy certification and health coaching certification. So I had the knowledge. I was just like, I just need to practice what I preach. And what I actually learned from this, and I right now or two months ago, I was late on my period. And it was because I was so stressed about getting my book released and I was leaving to Brazil. And in that case, in 2017, I just had too much on my plate. Yeah. I was prepping for a show, which is 25 to 30 hours a week. I was practicing full-time as an occupational therapist, studying yoga therapy, teaching yoga, doing contract work as an occupational therapist. And then it was just so much. And then you start dieting and training twice a day. And I say that was like the icing on the cake. So after getting my period back, I was like, I really want to compete again, but I don't want to do this to my body again. I know my body speaking to me and this is unhealthy. So I ended up competing four more times and I didn't lose my period. And the biggest thing I did was become really mindful of shifting what's important for me. So I stopped teaching yoga while I was prepping for my shows. I went for massages every week and I was just very mindful of how much I was going out, who I was spending time with. And that's why I say you could be a badass in all areas of your life. It's just becoming really in tune with what's your priority at this time. And it's going to shift. It's going to shift throughout, you know, if you're a new mom, obviously more energy is going to your new child. If you're starting a job or a business, more energy is going to go there. So you're going to have to pull back from something else. And when you get in tune with that, yeah, you could, you could be a rock star in all areas. So, I mean, Ashley, you've had hormonal battles and yeah. challenges and I'll, I'll let you chime in and share, but so what you're saying is, okay, you didn't take any hormones <clears throat> no. and it was more of a mindful shift that you actually, you know, came into this, in, into a better balance, right? And I, I know you speak about getting in tune with your cycle. We'll, we'll probably have to get there in a moment, but that mindful shift, Ashley, what did you do, right? Given you were a woman, you had these challenges. So many do that are watching the show right now. Mm -hmm. How does that resonate with you? Yeah, well, gosh, it really resonates. I had, you know, I lost my period for about four years straight after I had my child. 
And then after that, I got my period back, but it was spotty at best. It was like every, it was very erratic. I never knew when to expect it. Sometimes I'd go months without having it. Um, and honestly, it was implementing Dr. Pampa's strategies, right? His feast famine, his diet variation and going through detox. That for me was the, the magic. Um, and I think what caused it was just stress being a new mom, I was undernourished. I was still over exercising and training because at the time I felt like that was my outlet of being a new mom. It was like my alone time was to go for a run in the morning. And I was just running every single morning, probably on empty. And I was literally, I ran myself into a wall. You know, I just wasn't, was not taking care of myself. So it was, it was really a lot of things over a lot of time, but I didn't have any sort of coach at the time to teach me even about just, um, the mind body connection, you know, no, but both of you sound like you were overtaxing yourself. I mean, you know, again, you know, you had other chemical issues, Ashley, right. You know, and I always talk about the stress bucket, Kim, you know, it's like when it gets really to the full physical, chemical, emotional, then you're in that danger zone, right. You, the, it starts spilling and you start getting symptoms, right. And for females, the hormonal stuff starts. Um, you know, Kim, it sounds like you tapped in even more from an emotional thing, right? You know, meaning that you emptied some of that bucket emotionally somehow. So tell us more of what you did. And what is that when you talk about getting in rhythm with your cycle? I, I'm not sure I know what that means. Yeah. So first I'll speak to the emotional thing. I think the fact that I am a yoga instructor, that was so huge for me like because many people would be like well especially while i was training well are you still practicing yoga and i was like this is my yoga right now in the gym my physical yoga i'm connecting to my body and my breath but the other side of yoga which i feel like western society doesn't talk about as much is the meditation so i would be very mindful to meditate and put my body into a, a state of calmness and what i call um, not only meditation, but what I get my clients to do is I'm like, find your calm container. So it could be meditation. It could be a hot bath. It could be reading a book. It could be being with a certain person. It could be in nature, whatever is going to make your body feel safe, right? Because a lot of times stress and the over-exercising, Ashley, yes, I've been, I was there too, right? Your body doesn't think, oh, I'm just exercising. It's in a state of stress. So it doesn't know the difference between a tiger chasing you or whether you're lifting weights, right? True. So I did, I, you know, part of my journey too, yes, I cut back on my exercise initially when I um, was trying to get my period back and diet was a big thing. Fats, I think fats is a huge thing. No, Women yeah, are we, we promote that here, yeah. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah, so um, that was like the big thing. Going for the massages, like I said, was um, really important. After work, I would, because sometimes working in the hospital could get a little stressful. I'm sure, Dr. Pomp, I'm sure you've been there. <laughs> and I would literally come home and shower and like wash that energy away, change my clothes, and it would be just like a whole energy shift for me. So um, it would just be, oh, blue lights before going to sleep you know, staying off the computers and stuff, uh, TV. I'm not a big TV person anyway, but just all these little things I was super mindful about just to keep my body in a calm, relaxed state. I live in LA, so I'm close to the ocean, thankfully. Like just going out there and sitting there and doing nothing was like heaven for yeah. me. When you talk about, you talk about like syncing with your cycle, right? Your menstrual mm -hmm. cycle and the power of your a woman's cycle. 
Um, yes. I, like, okay, that's why Ashley's here because I don't even know yeah. what you mean by that. Well, are there things <laughs> you do, like you, you know, mentioned there are parts of the month where you're more creative and there's parts of the month where you want to exercise more and then there are parts where you just need to rest more. So do you really uh, like to, you know, tap into those, those times? I, you know what? I have really tapped into it. And this is why I created this journal that I, book journal that I showed you guys just before the show. So right here, you hold the book up. You're, you're literally just, yeah, I have it right here. So oh, it's upside oh. down. So it's called, it's called the womb wisdom journal. So it's what I've done is I created this to connect with your cycles. And when I say cycle, a lot of times women think your cycle is just the time when you're bleeding, like you're at, during menstruation, but your cycle is every single day, 365 days a year. And we go through our four phases, our follicular, pre-ovulation, ovulation, luteal, pre, are also known as pre-menstruation and menstruation. So each phase has um, its own energy. So what I have done, oh, of course I opened it up to this page. It's perfect. I don't know if you could see it. So I have the yeah. same... That are probably because of the lighting. Yeah, um, I have. Like the, I have. So I have the same journal prompts for every single day, just to be like, how do you feel mentally, emotionally, spiritually, energetically, and then what do you, what do I need? What does my womb need today? So I even take. Um, I describe a breathing exercise to do, and it's very simple. Putting your hands on your womb so you could connect with your womb, and closing your eyes taking an inhale in through your nose and as you're breathing and feeling the energy coming up the belly up through the chest right to the top of your head and as you exhale it's coming down the back side of your head down the spine all the way down to your sacral and then it loops around so just this circular motion and it's just getting that energy flowing and as you're doing this simple breath just being like what do i need today what does my womb need today and really when you sit there and listen things will, things will just come. And it could be like, I need to say no to this. I made plans tonight. And I, I, I don't like people that are flaky, but if you're on your bleed, it's normal for us women to not want to be out as much and to be more inward with our, with ourselves. So if you're doing that breath work and you're just getting this, like, I just need to be home tonight, call your friend up or whoever you had plans with and be like, Hey, I'm just feeling like I need to be alone. You could be, be very honest. I'm on my bleed. And can we reschedule next week? See, this is so the this complexity of a woman mm. um, that a man just doesn't understand. <clears throat> I'm sitting here as a man. That's why I, I was looking forward to the show and fearing it all at the same time going like, oh my gosh, you y'all are so complicated. Like, I mean, I get what you're saying because, you know, I have three sisters, right? And it's like, and of course I have a wife and I have a daughter. You know, but it's like, wow, okay, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, like men, I just kind of like, you know, all right, you know, see what today brings. Yeah. And I love that <laughs> you so say simple. that we're complicated. I won't say we're complicated. It's just, we're not like you men that I agree. men are linear. You're, you're fairly linear. And we have ebbs, ebbs and flows. So, you know, during our bleed, our hormones are at, at their lowest. So our energy is going to be lower. We're more inward. And this is when we're more connected with ourselves, right? So this is when you'll get like these messages. Like if you have a big decision to make, like whether you're going to quit a job or not, if you can wait, wait until you bleed. And this is a great time to make that decision. 
And this is the beauty of being a woman. Like I know there's so much negativity around our cycles, but this is the beauty. Every single month we get a detox. We get a detox oh, physically, yeah, yeah. emotionally, yeah. like whatever you want to let go, let go of it at that time, right? And then as your estrogen starts rising day three, four, you know, up into ovulation, and then testosterone's rising, our energy is gonna go up. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh yeah, we feel sexy. We want to put on that black dress. We want to ask that guy out on a date. Even in the business world, we're more outspoken can we think more clearly that's a great time to like hold these big meetings pitch a deal um just because we're meant to be more outward if you if you can and you're hosting a party or something like that's the time to be doing it doing these podcasts like these interviews and stuff like this is the ideal time to be doing this um for moms uh i like to use this example potty training is probably not the easiest thing to initially start right you're going to have the most patience then. And I know potty training isn't a week long, but that might be when you want to start it, when you have more patience, not the week before your bleed, when you're just like, I want to be alone right now. And for you, Dr. Pompa, and the men listening, like, so week three comes around, we're in our luteal phase, the energy shifting, PMS might be kicking in for some women. You know, honor that. If there are kids, be like, hey, babe, I'll watch the kids. You go have a night to yourself. I'm telling you, your wife, girlfriend is going to so, be yeah. so and one happy. Day, <laughs> my, my wife, you know, like we have this house full of boys, you know, mostly my because my daughter's off at college and then my wife. And we kind of know, not kind of, we do know when that week is here. My wife's 53 and still cycling, by the way. That's probably a lot to do with everything that we do and stem cells and the whole thing. But um we would just we just go oh my gosh she's a little bit crazy to us okay i'm being nice and um we want to give her the benefit of the doubt and say well oh my gosh it's that time right it's that time she hates that she does not like us calling her out on that but to us men we go like why don't you like that because it gives you an out you're not we're, we're like cluing in like gosh she's not crazy it's just that time and she doesn't want to blame it on that I don't know um, why women hate hearing that. My husband does that to me too. He'll be like, you have to be getting your period. And I'm like, no, I'm not. You know, like, he, I, why? I don't, I, but then I get it and I start laughing. I'm like, sorry, you were right. You know, like, it's so. Uh, I okay. think what I'm hearing, and, and let you, I'll, I'll let you finish. What, what I'm hearing, and again, I, I think you, you girls have to decipher this better than me. You, what you're saying is you have to be in tune as a woman to well, as a man you better be in tune to your to your women uh, uh, what what part of the cycle you're in because then you're not fighting yourself you're you're in flow with yourself do i have that right do i have that right yes yes and i like even that you use the word flow <laughs> yes. <laughs> but unfortunately yes. so unfortunately i feel like a lot of women are just so disconnected right? Like, and society doesn't help. Like you use the word crazy, you know, like, and people, you know, society oh, yeah, because will say it. I tell you, I, there's some craziness. <laughs> I'm, saying. I'm, I'm being an honest male here. Yeah. I, and I'm going to get hate mail, but I'm being an honest male. Get... To us men in the house, we go, you know, is she crazy right now? You know, she's going to kill me. And I'm I even hear some women, you know, of course I hear women say this all the time. Like, I feel like I'm going to lose my mind. Um, I, or they will say, I feel crazy. And what I will say to this is there could be a slight hormone imbalance. Estrogen dominance is very, very common, right? And that's going to make your PMS worse. That can make your um, anxiety worse. That can make your mood swings worse. So if it's really consistent, I would suggest just getting your labs taken. 
Um, the other thing from the emotional standpoint, and this is one of my prompts when you get to the luteal phase, if you are just like feeling out of control every single month, check in with yourself and be like, where am I not speaking my truth? Where am I not um, living my full desires? Do I get to have a conversation with somebody? And that might not be the ideal time because that's our more inward time, but just reflect on it. And then after your bleed, when you're can think more logically. We're back in our masculine energy. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said think more logically. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear those parts, but go ahead. Yeah, no, and that's part of the shift, right? So in the first two weeks, the first half of our phase of our cycle, the follicular and ovulation, we are more in our masculine energy. We're more logical thinking. We're like, go, 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 you know, we wanna do everything. And then in our second half, the luteal and menstru menstrual phase, we're more in our feminine, we're in our flow, we want to be more with ourselves, we're more intuitive, connected to spirit. Um, so it's just, it's going with these flows and understanding where where you're at. And and like, so I can, I'm happy to use myself as an example. I'm going to get my period any day. And this weekend, I was like, feeling anxious in traffic, overwhelmed by people. And at first I was like, what is going on? And then I literally looked and I'm like, oh, I'm on day 25. And I actually canceled plans on someone. I had friends that were out drinking and I just said to them, I said, I'm going to get my period and I, I can't be around that right now. And I said, I just don't want to show up and be cranky. And I said, I'll see you next week. <laughs> But I was like aware of it at first. I was like, why is this happening? So and this is what I mean, like when you really tap into this stuff, you're going to feel better and you can at least communicate it. You know, to if, people. If, my, if my wife would just simply say, you know, what, it, it's I'm coming up on my period and I'm I'm going to just pull back because I don't want to be cranky. And, you know, because her and I get like this at that time and we never yeah. we, we we jive. Right. You know, but at that those few days, man. It's like her tone changes. And I swear to you, there's something in me that I hear the tone, even though I know I, it's like, you know, it's like, I just like, oh man, you know, it's like, so it's just, it's not good for us. But I, I think if she would just kind of acknowledge it a little bit more. And, and again, I sound like a typical male. I'm going to get more hate mail because though, my yeah. gosh, if I, if she would just be like, you know what, it's that time I'm just going to pull back. I'd be like, okay, cool. Right. It's like we can actually, have, what does all this mean to you? Yeah, well, I mean, I can have a I have a great sense of humor. I can laugh at myself. You can poke fun at me, but like just those few days before my period, I have no sense of humor about myself. Right. So my husband will poke at me and I'm like, no, like not mm -hmm. funny. And I don't know what that is, but I just find everything to be a little more serious, you know, or I'm just like, I, yeah. Yeah, you can't well, what I will say, it, it actually is connected to our hormones, though, because our estrogen's low Gosh. and our testosterone's low. And our estrogen is our feminine, sexy hormone, and testosterone is like that confidence, right? So it is normal to be more critical of yourself. So some clients, I'm like, don't be on social media and looking at these fit models and stuff if you know you're then going to go look at yourself and be like hating yourself, right? So it, it is kind of natural for us to to feel this way and um like you said dr pompa it's like if your wife just said and i think it comes back to once again like this society of like us women we just need to keep going 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 there's like this hustle mentality nowadays ladies anyone listening give yourself permission to rest yeah. give yourself permission to rest. say no to things it's, i don't think my don't wife gives herself to. permission to rest she i'm going to be honest she goes at it 
mm-hmm. 30, 30 days of, you know, of the month the same. I mean, you know, I don't see her doing anything different for five days a month, right? I mean, she just doesn't. I mean, I know my wife. It's just, so that's part of the mistake you're saying, right, Kim? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's better coming from you than me. I'm just saying, I, if, I, <laughs> if I suggested such things, I can promise you that would not land well. Okay, so I, what I'm hearing, because this is kind of what I do good, is taking things and making it simple for people. You know, whereas like, okay, you, you, your activities, I'm the guy saying diet variation. Don't eat the same the week before your period. High carbs, you have cravings for a reason. Do high carb the week before your period. Hormonally, it transforms your whole month. What you're saying is do different activities five days before your period or during your period, right? So you're saying that like pull back, right? Be more introspective, right? You know, in things like, you know, after your period, you know, testosterone's going. So you're saying alter your activity, activity variation is what you're saying via your cycle. Yeah, activity or even lifestyle. Let's even say lifestyle. Lifestyle's a better word. Yeah, lifestyle's a better word. Because it's even, um, you know, factoring family life, work, social life, all of it. But the activity is also important too, if you want to go from like actual working out, right? Um, the first phase you know, is- Lifestyle you- was what I meant because it yeah. I mean just exercise. I meant like pull back, right? You know what I'm saying? You know, chill out. Yeah, lifestyle. Exercise, you know, yeah, so. Yeah, and the food, which you talk about is super important too. And I don't know if you talk about it or if it's in your program. Yes, the high carbs is great. Um, something else that's also great, if you, especially women that have chocolate cravings, is cacao. Oh, like for actual sure. raw yeah. cacao, and it's a heart opener. And you could actually like I do like little ceremonies and meditate with it. And so there's the energy side to it as well, the energetic side. Yeah, you hit on something earlier. You talked about, you know, we both talked about amenorrhea, losing our periods. And it's so much more common now in women in their 20s and 30s. And A, do you know, like, do you see a pattern in that? And what is it, you know, is it mostly stress induced? Likely. Great question. But how do you work with women who they're not bleeding, they're not getting a period. So how do they harness these energies when they're not really cycling? Yeah. So awesome question. I'll answer the first part. Um, I feel like most cases it's not eating enough and over-exercising. And then there is that underlying of stress, right? I feel like stress is just not talked about, but there is some form of stress in there, but the not eating enough and the over-exercise is a big thing. And then it comes to like this body image side of it as well. Right. And I feel like social media doesn't help. Oh, you know, with all the filters and all this stuff. And actually, um, I was talking to my old coach, my fitness coach about this. And it's just like, we see what these women are seeing on social media, they're seeing the picture of it. But most of those women probably are not healthy. And they're going through what we're talking about here today. 100%. They they may have an eight pack and you know, an awesome booty. But when did they have their last period? Like, how well are they sleeping? So you, you got to like factor in those things too. Um, to mm. your second question, um, hold on, remind me what your second question was. <laughs> how do you, how do you harness these different energies when you're not really feeling yes. different parts of your cycle? Yes. So us women are all of us, we're all connected to nature, right? And even more so us women are connected to nature than men. So if you aren't having your cycle, you could connect with the moon cycle. The new moon is 
like our bleed. So uh, with this journal, I actually describe that. So if you're so even the, in the menopause, new moon is when it's like that little slice, right? I'm giving a big no, new moon like, is when it's when it's dark. When no it's dark. Moon. Oh, when yeah. it's dark. No okay. Moon. okay. So okay. no moon. Yeah. What's the, what's the full, little slice called? The crescent moon. Uh, what was that the one? crescent moon. But there's like the waxing and the waning moon. Uh, so there's two okay. sides of it. All right. Um, but the new moon would be equivalent to us bleeding. And I talk about this in the book. So whether you're missing your period, um, whether you've stopped getting your period because you've had some type of surgery, you're in menopause, um, some women have IUDs, so you don't bleed for like months, you could still connect to these energies. It may take a little bit longer to kind of like figure out how you're shifting, but that's why I made this book at least for three months so that you could start connecting with your own patterns. So it'd be someone with like with amenorrhea, I'd say, you know, see where you're at on the new moon and then just track your your energies as the moon cycle with the moon cycle. Mm -hmm. That's great. Oh, yeah, interesting. The so. full moon is when you should ovulate, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're really like connected, um, like even just with like energy, like I have, you know, some, a lot of light workers that are in my space and they actually will ovulate on the, on the full moon. I was on that cycle for a while. And when I went to Brazil, I feel like I got thrown off, but traveling always throws me off a little bit. I'm always late about a week, a week and a half. When I come back from traveling, it's like that jet lag thing when I do international traveling, mm -hmm. but it's a form of stress. That's true. So what's the book? Um, you know, talk about the book. So what, what do you go through in the book? So in the book, um, the actual written part, I talk about the four phases, um, like we've been talking about today. And then I, it's for three months. So then you're actually journaling. It's like reflecting. And every single day, I've made it a 34-day month, right? Because not every woman's on a 28, 29-day cycle. If you have a regular cycle it'll be between 26 to 34 days now if you're consistently having a 21 day cycle i would recommend you going to see a naturopathic doctor or your gynecologist to see what's going on so i have three months for you to reflect on like how your energies are how your cycle is and every single day days one through 34 you're going to be asked the same prompt questions for you to check in what are you grateful for um, how am I feeling? Uh, what do I need today? And then on the follicular phase, which I put for day seven, I have one of the questions I know is, uh, what did you release on your bleed over menstruation? And then for ovulation, I'm like, what are you manifesting? Yes, when we ovulate, of course, we could create a human if that's what we're trying, but that's sexual. Let, let's get to the sex talk a little bit here. Yeah, um, that's sexual energy. I was going there next, by the way. It's <laughs> <laughs> so strong. Well, I'll just like lead us in there a little bit. That's sexual energy that could create a child. Us women could create anything. So use that energy to manifest and create that job, create that dream man that you're calling in, new house, trip, whatever it may be, better health. Um, and then uh, your luteal phase, I have a whole set of questions too. What emotions are coming up? Where do you get to express yourself, uh, express yourself more? And then of course, for menstruation, I have another set of questions and just three months of this for you to really connect. And by the end of three months, you should be able to get a good idea of like where you are throughout your month. Right. And then it helps you connect to your cycle. The point, so yeah. where, where do you buy the book? Can you get it? I know it just, you just lost um, it. 
Yes. So uh, I will give you the link. It's through Aereo.io. I will, oh, I'm getting my website redone. So That's all right. Well, when we air this, we'll, we'll put the link right here, Ashley. We'll put it right yeah. Here. So we'll have the link there and then I will eventually have it on my website, hopefully next week. Awesome. And to be coming on Amazon soon. That's a whole story. So that means that you will have, we have it now. So fear not. We have you have it, it now. You, yeah, you can order it. Um, so I will say this because I had a promo last week. So it, Last week, I had a promo. If you purchase the book, I will be hosting a workshop after Christmas, probably the second week of January, once things settle for everyone. And it's called Syncing With Your Cycle. And I will go into even a little bit more detail of what I've been talking about today. And if anyone has any questions, they could get into this workshop for free. So if any listeners get the book, um, DM me, I'll give you my Instagram link as well. DM me and just say Dr. Pompa and I will know, and then I'll email you the link to the workshop. Right. We'll make sure we do that. And we'll make sure we have this show ahead of that so people can take advantage of that. That's great. Um, that's, you know, that's going to be helpful because we're, we're talking about things that most people, I think, need coached in somehow, um, arguably. Okay, let's get into the sex talk. So, I mean, so many, uh, you know, women, men, I mean, it, it's, you know, uh, it's a new epidemic of no libido. And mm -hmm. I hear across the board with men and women. Does this impact that? I mean, you coach a lot of women here, it sounds like. I don't know if you coach men or not, but um, what, are we, what, what are you finding and how do you help them, right? Because this plays into the libido problem, which plays into the, you know, obviously the relationship, right? And then yeah. it plays into you not feeling uh, like a good husband or wife or spouse or whatever it is, and then not feeling good about yourself. So it's important, this conversation. Yeah, there's so many things that come into a factor. Um, I think if you are in a relationship, I'm going to say one thing, communication, like really communicating what you want, um, where you're at energy wise. But like when it comes to women, someone, I could go on a whole um, soapbox about birth control, but we do not realize it. I went to a new doctor at the beginning of this year and she was pushing birth control on me like mm -hmm. candy. Message. And I turned her. I turned around and I said, so are you going to tell me that it impacts my gut? It's going to decrease my sex drive. And I, can't, I said something else. And she just looked at me. And she didn't know what to say. Right. And so I'm just I laugh about this, but I'm also saying so women that are on birth control, it we don't these ebbs and flows that we've been talking about, you know, for the last 30 minutes, I say get flatlined. Oh, yeah. Right. So there goes our estro peak in estrogen and testosterone. And there could go our sex drive. Right. So looking at that, if there's any hormone hormonal imbalances and a lot of times with these hormonal imbalances is also stress. There's a, there's a common pattern here. I keep talking about so stress is a big thing, but then let's talk about the energetic side. So when I have women also like come on the other side of that pillar, self-love really learning to love yourself. Like there's like this not feeling that they're worthy enough, um, whether women had um, some traumas in the past, it could be just the way they were brought up culturally. Um, sexual trauma is a huge, huge thing. I could say- Yeah, you speak to that. Yeah, so I'm very open. I shared this earlier with Dr. Pump before we got on. I was sexually assaulted at the age of eight, multiple times. Thankfully, it has not impacted my sex life, but I know it has impacted me in the past with relationships. I'd put up a wall for so long and I'd go for these men that were like not really available because I wasn't willing to give myself fully, right? So when I when women, you know, that's not something people are comfortable talking about, but when I share my story, 
women will open up right away. And I have talked to women that um, can't even be penetrated at all because their trauma or they have sex for like five minutes and they're in pain, right? So it's really um, doing that inner work and it's releasing that, knowing, like telling your womb, I'm, I'm safe and learning to speak what you, what you want, what your desires are, saying no if you're not comfortable, right? And this, and it gets women uncomfortable sometimes. I actually give women, a, their assignment is to go look in the mirror if they have a little handheld mirror or a bigger mirror and go look at themselves, look at their vagina. Like some women don't even look at themselves. And then the next step is to have your own pleasure practice. I'm like, this is what you get to do. You get to go please yourself. Let yourself, let you, you know, let your body know that you are safe and see what is going to make you feel good. Because if you don't know what makes you feel good, how could you ask a partner? Yeah. And, and I think that's like, uh, taboo talk there right i mean i'm not i'm not saying that but i'm saying culturally right who talks about that right so yeah. but you're saying it's absolutely necessary especially if you are one of these people that for whatever traumas you've had have not you know now you're guarding even against yourself or pleasure for that matter yeah and then the other thing aside from communicating like i've even talked to one woman she's married for 23 years and her husband never gave her an orgasm and then when I said, well, what about pleasing yourself? She was kind of throwing back. Yeah. So I'm like, you're, you're not okay. And I, what, I didn't say this in a shame way, but we had to work around that loving your body and then being open to ask for what you want. So do you coach and then people on that stuff right there? Because that's yeah, a big yeah. deal. Meaning that I, if I were, you know, a woman watching this, I'd be like, who the heck do I talk to someone about this i don't think you can talk to a man about it if you're a woman you know <laughs> i mean i think that you'd have to reach out to someone like you yeah yeah and it, a lot of it comes to different self-love practices outside of you know outside of just like you know i was already talking about looking in the mirror and doing a pleasure practice it's like go buy yourself flowers take yourself out on a date if you go take yourself and just go sit at a bar like up at the bar you'd be amazed how many people will come up to you women men like people yeah, pick yeah. Up on that I, that, that is, I would i wouldn't be i would just assume that would be the case you know but you have to be careful with that i would think i don't well, know of course of course right but it's treating yourself treat yourself like the queen that you want someone else to treat you so right you so more women, of that like do you coach women on some of this i mean do you offer services yeah. on that i mean yeah give them your yeah. information because you know, way outside of my league or my expertise, but yet I see the importance of it. So offer, you know, give them your information. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So th this is part of my one-to-one -one coaching. This is part of that power method. Um, mm -hmm. You know, power of the period, really. I call it orgasmic living is the O. Womb connection is the W. E is empowerment. And um, the R is reveal and feel like that's where the, the healing is like what's holding me back from this and I know this this is a little bit out there and some people I don't go there right away and uh, Dr. Pompa you might even be like what so uh, a lot of people have heard of foot reflexology right uh -huh. yeah so have you heard of genital reflexology no but tell me yeah so so there's something called genital reflexology and what it is is and this is where sexual healing comes in so you want to be careful with who you're sleeping with as well right so as you enter the vagina um from from like a ref reflexology standpoint you first hit your kidneys then you hit your liver then you hit your spleen 
lungs, and then your cervix is your heart. So any type of energetic blocks that you are holding, you could actually release that. And because we hold so much in our womb space as women, that could actually get stuck there, right? So there are the crystal wands that you could use, our little yoni eggs. And I'm happy to, you know, use myself as an example. I've gone through a horrible breakup at the beginning of the year. And as I was doing it, when I got to my liver on the right side, which is your masculine side, right? Left is your feminine side. I would, I, it hurt. And so what you do, I'll just show you with my hand. It's like trigger points. You press and then release. So you well, get how do you know the, how do you know the spots though? Meaning that uh, with reflexology, you have the foot and you can see there's the liver spot and then you can reach down and hit it or better yet someone does it for you so you know maybe well you're so it's your own practice yeah yeah so i'd it. say probably about a centimeter in as you're going into a woman uh inside your vagina that would be your in, in your um, book do you have the locations i don't have it in, no i don't have it in my book sure i i've i said you should have put that, it in the, book. the next one that could be the next one <laughs> I am thinking of making a supplement line. And so I am have a few other things on my I mean, mind. Is there a chart? I mean, can we Google? The Google is, let, let's see. You know what? I do have one. I let me, could I send it? it would be, you be able to put on your show notes? I know I have a yeah, actually, yeah. I'll put it in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let, let me, yeah. Right. Let me yeah, find I, it. Cause I know in the photo I could, I'm thinking of also has the male, right? So the male's opposite. The head of the penis is the heart. So that's why I say you want to be careful who you're sleeping with. The head of the penis hits the, the cervix and then it, it's the opposite, right? So if someone's holding, carrying bad energy and drama within their body, you're giving that energy exchange. I know that could be a whole other conversation, but for some women, um, and I think of someone that I had recently worked with who had sexual trauma, I was coaching her around that and just being like, and this comes back to being aware. So like, where are you holding? Because our, our minds could forget what happened, but our body's going to hold on to it. So where are you holding this energy still? Yeah. Okay. Um, with the cycles, right? Mm -hmm. uh, from a male's perspective, I'm thinking, trying to think how to ask the question. Um, and from a female perspective, you know, you're going to have higher, or lower libido depending on the cycle, right? So, as a male, how do when do I approach my wife, um, right? Um, when do I not approach? I, oh, I, I gather the, the when you're having the cycle, <laughs> that's not a good time, but like, I mean, meaning that what should I expect? What should a woman expect? libido wise around the cycle again it's that expectation the correct expectations is what i'm asking yeah great question that's very right, good question. good i was thinking am i really <laughs> asking first... something no one else cares about <laughs> yeah no and i think men are going to want to know this too and huh. uh and i'm going to throw something a little out there too i just trust me <laughs> but the first half of your cycle um women generally are going to be you know have more of a sex drive days five, six, seven, when we ovulate, when our estrogen and testosterone are the highest, that is when our sex drive is going to be high, but nature's smart, right? Mm. We have our sex drive because nature wants us to get pregnant. Yes. So course. that is more than likely when you're, when your wife might be coming after you and you might be like, babe, we've done it too many times already. <laughs> like yeah. it, it could be Just that type that, of thing, right? right? If, if I have to start over again <laughs> from zero, meaning a new baby, I, I'm done. I mean, I'm like, I don't know how I can handle it. I'm too old for this. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, but hey, you said she's still going through a cycle. So that's when she may have like that higher sex drive as ovulation is happening. So that's around days 13 to 17 ish, you know, or I say I give like a ballpark because not every woman's like day 16, you're ovulating. So I'd say like around there. Do you agree, Ashley? Yes. Are you a little different? Yeah, no, that's, that's right on. It's like, you can just tell when your body naturally, you know, you know, wants like you can feel that this is the time that your body can make a baby right and you just know that that energy is is on and it's why communication is so important because it's good for men to understand the female cycle as well because if there are times of the month or days of the month even when a woman's just like i just don't want to right now it's like it's not um it's not a personal attack yeah it's not rejection at all it's just and so how do women navigate that without yeah, without offending their partner, you know? Uh, That's a great question because I do, I can get offended. I can be like, you know, oh my God, you know? Right, yeah. And well, I mean, and this is for people actually listening right now. I think it's just educating and saying like, hey, I am getting to this time of the month and I don't have the energy and this is just natural as being part of a woman. Okay, you so know, it's, and, back and to, like you're, it's back to communication, right? If, if my wife, it, it does come back yeah. to communication, just being like, I'm, and I think the big thing is putting it on yourself as a woman and not saying to blame yourself, but just being like taking some ownership. I'm on coming to this time of the month. I do not have the energy. Instead of saying like you, you know, like sometimes we like to reflect back at somebody else. Like you just don't listen to me ever. Well, I mean, I, I get general things like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired, but I take that as rejection yeah. because yeah. I, I don't really, it's yeah. like, well, you know, you're, you know, when aren't we tired? <laughs> it's like, you know. Yeah. So I, I mean, I would say just be like, I'm tired. And this is where it's great to get connected to your cycle. I'm a week out. I'm five days out. I'm feeling kind of tired. I don't want to have sex right now. Like give me a few days till I move through this and then we'll go there. Yeah, that's great. One thing I do want to say though, is um, this always gets people's attention is period sex. So during uh, menstruation, some women, yeah, don't have the energy. They don't want to have sex. They don't want to be touched. Honor that men do not be upset. Women, if this is how you feel, honor that, give yourself the space. But I know there are some women that have a higher sex drive and it's because naturally you get a little bit of um we'll say bloating or swelling in that area like not really bloated but we're getting more blood flow to that area right so that little bit of extra blood flow that we're getting could actually press up onto our g-spot which can make us want to have more sex during that time and i, I know some it. guys are totally against period sex but you know what there are a lot of benefits to period sex so i say if your wife girlfriend wants to have period sex put the towel down and have some fun or go in the shower get creative because when a woman has an orgasm orgasms are medicine by the way oh, um, <laughs> orgasms are medicine True. um it's been, it's going to help with the mood that she may, if she's feeling moody, it's going to help with her mood, increase serotonin. It could actually help with her cramps and um, her menstrual headaches. If she's having them, it can make her feel more connected. And if you're feeling rejected because she doesn't, you know, didn't want to have sex two days ago, but now she's wanting to have it and she may be on her bleed, she's going to feel more connected to you. And it could kind of like, I mean, isn't it, it, it going to cause a massive abnormal amount of bleeding? Is that, 
okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it shouldn't make anything worse than what her regular cycle is. Dep I mean, if she has an orgasm, the uterus, when it contracts a little more may come out, but it's not gonna like, you're not gonna make it seem like you're killing her or something. I mean, I don't <laughs> it's know. Not gonna make it, it's not gonna make her bleed more than her regular cycle. Let's put it that way. All right, I can honestly say that has never happened in my life, but um, hey, I, I guess that it does. It's always a first. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. Um, okay, interesting. Uh, Ashley, I got <laughs> help yeah. me. Just on just on the topic of periods in general, would you would you agree that painful periods are not something women should just accept and say this is just I've been like this my whole life. I have crippling cramps and I'm just in bed crying for three days. Like that's not normal, right? That's not something we just say. That's just me. I can't stress this enough. It is not normal. As women, we are not meant to be in pain. There's no reason why we should have serious menstrual cramps headaches every single month there there's no reason for it Something and <clears throat> and i mean i know a lot of times you just get offered the pill right and i think and and this is what i'm going to say yes the pill may help and if it's going to help you on your healing journey to start okay but as soon as you come off the pill it's going to come right back at you and it may come back at you worse so you so you want to get Mm -hmm. get to the root cause like what is causing this why are these cramps happening whether it's fibroids endometriosis like a lot of those are connected to high estrogen so um dr pump i don't know if that's something you address in your diet um absolutely oh, yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah, so no, we, we address a, a lot of that i mean a lot of the stuff we're discussing i mean uh, you know, we deal with very unhealthy people yeah. who have unhealthy cycles who have unhealthy hormones and a lot of it is neurotoxic and again, mm -hmm. we talk about the stress bucket. You're addressing a lot of the other things that fill the stress bucket up, but neurotoxicity is a big one. Yeah, yeah. And outside of, outside of what we eat is also like, what are we putting on our skin? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. There's a lot of toxic um, hormone disruptors, endocrine disruptors, estrogen mimics, all of it ends up on our skin. Uh, you know, and, and of course, uh, look, a lot of people unknowingly are being exposed to massive levels of neurotoxins, uh, heavy metals via amalgam fillings, right? Silver fillings in their mm -hmm. mouth, different metals in their mouth, living in moldy homes. We talk a lot about infections. All of these things will dysregulate hormones massively, despite what you do, perfect diet, extra, I mean, you name it, it doesn't work. And these are the people typically that we see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, your period, I, I feel like I've heard people say like your period is a vital sign, like really, you should, mm -hmm. you should really look at that as if it's not a healthy period. If I'm feeling horrible these days and my breasts are like really tender and painful and my cramps are so bad, I can't get out of bed. Like that is, that is something you really need to prioritize to figure out what's going on. You know, we, we just tapped on something and, you know, we're hitting a lot of like, you know, like who talks about these things people should, right? communications critical right you know what pleases one person may be different than the other y'all need to talk about that at home um you know but i'll tell you orgasms are medicine you said that Kim. Mm -hmm. uh you don't realize how important it is to your hormone health uh, i mean you're obviously your emotional health your mental health right your your relationship but you know if you really want to improve your hormones generally period 
I mean, and it goes beyond so many things we can even imagine, then you need to have orgasms and perhaps more often, therefore you're going to have to communicate. I mean, that's kind of what the second half of the show has been about, right? It's like, if you're not, then sit your spouse down and figure it out, right? Figure it out. I could tell yeah. an embarrassing story, you know, it was like, I remember the time, you know, where, um, you know, my wife and I, right. It was like, I just had this sense that she really wasn't having orgasms. Right. Um, I don't want to call her out, but she, I think she would anyway, but it was like, she was kind of just faking it along. Right. And we literally had to go through a process of, okay, what is it going to take you because my relationships before that were very different. Okay, so mm -hmm. we literally had to figure that out. And we did. And I can say we have amazing sex and she has amazing orgasms now. But it literally took us, you know, okay, you know, this could take 45 minutes to an hour. I remember reading that to her, like, just like, okay, just so mm -hmm. you know, you know, it's okay, right? And we went through that process and man, you know, that was transformative for her and for us as a couple. So a little embarrassment, yeah. whatever. No, don't be embarrassed at all. And I love that you're sharing that. And I love that you say it could take 45 minutes or more and that is okay. Because I think they're like men generally could have an orgas orgasm a lot quicker than a female. Us females, we on average for us to actually have an orgasm takes about 30 minutes. So yes, once she had one, it. then it was like, she could have them quicker, but it was like, that the first couple were that first I mean, one i had to work it right <laughs> so yeah. yeah and and you know what this foreplay could start before you even see each other send some sexy text messages you know just like get things going and it's just we us women and every woman's different but i'll say most women we need clitoral stimulation she does so, mm -hmm. yeah i mean i know i do <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we need to normalize these types of conversations for sure. I mean, I think that there is a lot of shame around talking about sex mm -hmm. and even women communicating how they feel in their periods. And, you know, I think men need a better understanding of that. But in general, like just normalizing these conversations is so important, you know? It's yeah, I, I think it's huge because this is your, your hormone health. This is your health. I mean, this is in relationship health, right? Emotional health, you know, all of it. So, you know, I mean, with that said, you know, Kim, um, obviously that, you know, that's part of what you do. I think many people watching this right now are going, okay, I need help. Um, you know, let's make sure they get your information because I mean, they're, they're afraid to enter into this conversation with their spouse. Cause you know, you just have your dance. It's a weird, it's not, it's, it's so uncomfortable. They need emboldened. They need someone to help them with it. You know, someone like yourself to do that. So. Yeah. Yes. And this is exactly, this is what I do. I do one-to-one -one coaching. And um, like I said, if it's specifically the hormone side, we could focus more on that. If it's more the sex side and tapping into the feminine energy, we could focus more on that. But as you could hear from this conversation, it is all connected, right? Mm -hmm. And I actually didn't even share this. So my business name is called Amala Living and Amala means pure in Sanskrit. So I say pure living physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And that is how I work with my clients. I look at everything and just see like, how could we make you be a badass woman, right? In all areas. I love that. <laughs> and that was the, that's how we started the show. I, I think we, we finished the show there. Look at this. It's getting dark here. So like my thing is just coming in. Yeah, on I see that. Like, oh, I have this is this little light sphere here. I would literally have to set up and turn a light on. 
I didn't even. It's I was like so, you have a cape. <laughs> I was so engaged into the conversation, I didn't even realize what was happening. Right, it was getting dark out. So, uh, Kim, I mean, what an excellent show. I, I know that many people are going to need to share this show with people, perhaps their, their loved one. Right? That's actually a good plan. Share the show. Make your spouse or, you know, whoever yes. watch the show, right? And then, Kim, give your information one more time if someone needs to reach out to you. Yeah, so feel free to reach out. You can find me on Instagram. I'm on there quite often. Kim Billick, last name B-I-L-Y-K underscore. And then my website, amala-living.com. And those are the two main places you'll find me. Perfect. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah, I, mean, I, I told you I wasn't entering this in alone, right? Yeah, I'm no happy, to help. happy to help. Yeah, yeah, this is great. We no, this is great. Thank you both for having me. Of you know. course, thank you. Yeah, we need to do this more often, for sure. Awesome. Anytime. Yeah. All right, thanks. I want to give thanks to one of our sponsors, Cyto Defend. Look, at a time like this, I think that our immune system and keeping our immune system up right now is more important than ever. I can also tell you that I pay attention to the things that keep my immune system on par and healthy. So, so glad that Cyto Defend is one of our sponsors here on Cell TV. And it's a product that I use, my family uses, and hopefully you'll check it out. And by the way, you can check it out with the link right here below. If you wanna try a free bottle, you can actually get a free bottle, just pay the shipping. And I think you'll reorder after that, but check it out. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing CytoDefend product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit freeimmunity.com. Again, that's freeimmunity.com. Well, that's it for this week. The materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you would like to purchase some of the supplements mentioned on this show, please visit the site as seen on chtv.com and use the code chtv15 for 15% off. Again, that's as seen on chtv.com. Use the code chtv15 for 15% off. And as always, thanks for listening.